Ah, fuck it. Do it live. We're gonna do it live. <laughs> check one. Check two. This is how we do. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, Rob Cantrell, stand-up comedian, making films, making videos, writing stuff, doing comedy, doing the comedy hustle, living, thriving, surviving, uh, no jiving. Uh, can I say jive? Is that appropriation uh, from the 70s? Yo, it's me. Uh, we're back at it. The Cannabis Coffee Hour. And I am here for you, and you are here for me. I'm seeing the numbers go up, up, up consistently. Uh, this is episode number 22. I made some good beats for this. Uh, I'm feeling the flow. But I do have a lot of drama on my mind. But I refuse to lose. Can I get a witness? That's some public, not some public, that's a public enemy song. Uh, I'm not on my Google machine, so my reference might be off. And I'm just kind of, my energy is all over the place, uh, but it's starting to level out. <laughs> I did go work out. I hit the elliptical. Uh, the fear didn't get me, uh, but I know I hit the elliptical, I hit the gym, uh, I meditated. But uh, I did buy a, a Caesar salad, and uh, I was like, I'm going to eat before I do this podcast so I'm not cranky. Because I just woke up in a cranky mood. You ever just wake up in a cranky mood? I think it, I, I really have been uh, going out every night and working on my stand-up. And after like seven or eight nights in a row, uh, I got to learn to like step back. And, uh, and I'm kind of beating myself up on writing, like, man, focusing and writing your own projects is such a hardcore discipline. Much like this, much like all of it, it's all a discipline. You really got to walk away from making it romantic and make it more robotic. But then that, then there's no fun. Uh, so it's just, you know, the gig, man. I'm trying to find that balance. And I will say this podcast helps me find the balance. And I feel like uh, it's just a great time just to step back and reflect. Um, but I do got some interesting coffee. I was, it was late. Uh, I stopped by a bodega, a corner store to get some new coffee. I got Pete's coffee. It's already ground, but this is called Columbia Luminasa. It's, a, it's their light roast. And you know how I reviewed Pete's Coffee, like, way back, I think it's called the Blue Bang. Uh, Pete's Coffee's great and it's addictive, but it does, not addictive, it just, it, it really does have, it's caffeine is like, it hits you. Like, I was feeling pretty wired out after doing two French presses. And that was the medium roast, and I think I had a dark roast, but this is the light roast, which I think is a good, uh, it's a good blend for me. Pete does know what he's doing. P-E-E-T-S. The Bay Area, the original Starbucks. Um, but this is their light roast, so it is really good. Uh, it's light, sweet, suggestions of 
passion flower and stone fruit oh that works on this one yeah i do have some more uh i got just my you know my taster my glass one um and uh, i have a little bit of herb uh, have some more of that. I just love that uh, strain. It's called Banana Split. If you ever get a chance to get a hold of some Banana Split. So what we got is uh, Pete's Coffee Light Roast. I'm on a French press. Press down. Uh, it was already ground. So it was in that. It, that's the only thing about buying at the bodega. I don't get the whole beans. At least some of them. But this was uh, the bodega that didn't have the whole beans, or they had the whole beans that I didn't want. They just had one bag left of this Columbia Luminosa light roast, and uh, I just went in on it. I was like, I grabbed it, and I was like, this is kind of what I'd be needing. I like to change it up. I like to mix it up. Mix it in a pot like gumbo. Uh, and let's feel the flow. But then, uh, so I got a nice French press of this, probably on my third cup. Uh, and then I worked out, I meditated, I ate a salad, but I think some of the lettuce got caught in my throat, so I was kind of wigged out about that. Uh, I've done that before. That's the thing about the New York hustle. You're always just like, ah, but maybe that's just life. Life in general. But it's time to step back. It's time to roast some of this herb out. So, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I, uh, uh, I didn't smoke yesterday. I, didn't, I haven't smoked in a few days. So, who knows? This could take me uh, into the atmosphere a little bit higher. Or, I'm just going to be me. That's a lot of it. Yeah, I woke up. in an angry mood I think it was just I've just been uh, trying to cram everything oh you know I think perfectionism is uh, a problem because um, I get I'm hard on myself and I'm like okay I gotta do this I gotta meditate I gotta work out I gotta uh, I gotta write I gotta check my stuff I gotta re-look at all my films uh that's one thing i have i've been going out at night and performing stand-up comedy and i really want to get a tv set together which with my style of stand-up isn't the easiest because i do riff hard i do like to throw the material away i like to i like when i go up i promise i won't go into too much hardcore stand-up but maybe i'm i need to articulate what I've been trying to do for the last 20 years you know I've I did not want to be a robot I did not want to be a hack I, I wanted to be Bill Hicks I wanted to be Mitch Hedberg uh, you know I wanted to uh, but also be myself you know also the thing about comedy is like it's so joke driven which is perfect but at the same time, you got to be yourself. I always say stand-up is the easiest job in the world and the hardest job in the world. And the comedy, the being funny stuff isn't the hardest part. It's the business and trying to figure it all out and then the output. And mostly you're just self-disciplined. But 
you know, I did come to a realization that I just need to be kind. <laughs> I, wa I want to be, I, I'm a nice dude, but I, I want to be even, try to be even kinder. Just in the little moments, not trying to hook up everybody or, you know, just in the little moments, you know. Just the day-to-day, -day, like, what's up with all the drama, you know, that's, that's what catches you, you know, the older you get, it's like, is it all even worth it? And then you're facing your own mortality, even closer and closer every day, you have more and more friends that pass away, uh, you have more time to reflect, and with that reflection comes growth, but at the same time, there's, you know, revelations of bigger concepts you know because you're like money money i gotta go get money because you're in new york and you're in show business but then you know it you know money doesn't lead to happiness um but being broke fucking sucks so <laughs> it's the duality of life the coffee and the herb uh so i, I but i i guess what, what i started to realize was oh man a piece of lettuce could take you out you know I was worried about a piece of lettuce and I still I'm still not a hundred percent it's I know I don't want anybody to wig out listening to this uh no but I, I ate some I ate the salad really fast and uh you know it's some sometimes it's stuff something might go down the wrong tube for a second but I think I got it out <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did because uh, I took a nice shower and I meditated for 15 minutes but the last two minutes were hard man it's rainy out. Uh, I am scheduled to travel to go to Syracuse this weekend. Um, so I'm just like trying to juggle that. And then I'm also going out at night and I'm working on writing uh, a script. But life is so good and so great. And I have been blessed. Uh, I actually got to see Hamilton, the play Hamilton, Speaking of hip hop in America and uh, New York City, in the hustle and art, I got to see Hamilton uh, this past weekend and it was amazing, man. Uh, I was very lucky uh, to be able to see that play. My wife uh, knew somebody that worked in the wardrobe. It was a friend of a friend and we knew her from the very beginning of Hamilton, like, it was, you know, during even that first cast, she would get tickets, for, but we didn't hit her up for tickets. But I think my w wife hit her up for tickets maybe like three years ago. But now they just came through. And Hamilton's been around for five years, so the cast has been switched up. But the play, man, the play holds up. And the, and the theater itself is just beautiful. So I got to see that, and that was amazing, man. I'm not a huge Broadway person, but, you know, I do love hip-hop, and I do love beats, and I do love America, and uh, I do love the performing arts. I do love dope-ass theaters. Uh, so it was an amazing, amazing play, and, uh, so, you know, it was just one of those New York fucking moments that I much needed. It's great to be inspired by other people and uh, definitely other art forms. That's what uh, is really nice. Uh, I've been coloring a bit. I've been getting back on my coloring. And uh, I could do some more drawing. <laughs> Maybe I'll draw during this episode. 
yeah, maybe I'll draw a big goofy dude. Or I am working on an animation show idea, and so I'm working on that. And I think drawing just calms you down in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, I'm just—I just drew this, a picture of possibly the stoned, the most stoned dude, and uh, with some crazy teeth. <laughs> Uh, I'll take a picture of that later. Maybe I'll post that. But uh, I do... Oh, that was the thing. Social media does mess me up, man. Because I'm trying to do so much during the day, and then I also got to document and record everything. And I'm not the most IT-savvy cat in the world. And I, I'm not hiring, like, a bunch of people to do that stuff. I see that more and more. But it does make sense, you know. Production companies is a part of the gig. Um... But no, with social media, like I tried to post an Instagram video and it was in two parts and it's great. It's called PMA number six. It's the church episode. And you could check it out right now on uh, Mookie Thompson's Instagram. I'll give him a big plug on IG. But he put it up first. I just put it up on Twitter. You can check it out on my Twitter feed at Rob Cantrell, PMA number six called church and we shot it in greenpoint in front of this church and visually it's fucking dope you know it's only two minutes so go check it out i'm super proud of it but i tried to do it on ig uh on the gram but uh you had to do it in two parts and doing it in two parts uh you know you have to have it all like figured out all right and uh it can't be like all over the map too much you know you have to figure out the size of the file and then you got to cut it at one minute so I had to go up into uh, iMovie and get my my edit on but I had it already and then it took me like and then I wrote the whole thing out and then I couldn't get it up I don't know man maybe mercury is in retrograde <laughs> but no maybe not this is just bullshit that you have to power through a lot of it's perseverance, man. Um, shout out to Dave Attell, not to talk about stand-up comedy again, but somebody forwarded me an awesome article in the New York Times, and he's a great comic, and he's been doing it long. Anytime I complain about how long I've been doing it or I feel cocky about that, I just understand that comedy is a huge universe, and there's so many comedians that have been doing it longer than I have, you know, and at, this, at the other end of the game, none of it, them really matter, it's just your friendship with them, and over the years, you get to meet everybody, but yeah, I'm lucky enough to have worked with David Tell, a bunch uh, of shows, I haven't worked with him in a minute, in a couple years, but uh, hopefully soon, man, he, he is a rock star, and he's one of the best stand-up comedians of all time, um, and a hilarious dude, um, I am uh, gearing up to do some more touring, possibly with Tracy Morgan, and then possibly try to uh, get some dates in California. Uh, Detroit is coming. I did hear back on that. So hang on, Michigan. It's coming together. And I put some, I put some um, hooks out there in the river of Great Lake Michigan. Uh, and, I put, and I threw some more... Uh, hooks out there into California, but I need to maybe look even more north. I know uh, I used to do Lake Tahoe, 
And you know what's a good town? Is Reno. <laughs> People rag on Reno, but you're literally only an hour and a half from Lake Tahoe. And it's a lot cheaper. And uh, you can get more of a bang for your buck because it's not technically California, but you're right next to it. And they have all those hotels. Like, it's, a, it's like a small Vegas, you know. But I did get a good route. There's like this great greasy spoon in one of those old uh, casinos. Was it? I don't know. And they made the most amazing uh, pastrami sandwich I've ever tasted in my life. That is, you know, a lot of life is just eating. I know my last episode I talked about food. I, I, I wrote it up and all I kept on writing was like, uh, Rob talks about chicken sandwich. So I, I think I didn't eat lunch before that podcast. This podcast, I did eat lunch, but I rushed it. But I, to give you an update on the lettuce, I don't think, I think I got it out. You know, I coughed. I did that annoying cough that you got to do if you think you got something stuck. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a rainy day. Um, the garden gnomes are out. They're running around. <laughs> I have this garden gnome eraser that I look at, so I'm always referring to that. Um, I've been, uh, yeah, just been doing the gym. What did I do today? I went in, all I did, because I rushed it. I did rush it because I wanted to get this podcast done, but I also wanted to meditate. I did. I did get to meditate before this podcast, and I did get to go to the gym. That was successful. Um, and I did stretch. Um, it was just eating that salad. That's, <laughs> that's what threw me off and I rushed it. Um, and I've been rushing a lot of things. I just got to slow it all down. I know maybe that's not the best for a podcast. You want to be entertained. Well, we'll get there. Uh, a lot of it's just, you know, enduring and not complaining and understanding a part of the process. I do that. that that's a song I listen to on my uh, Alexa is more cheap a part of the process. I hope I didn't say that too loud. My Alexa might fire up. Oh, there she is. What did you just say to me? What'd you say, Alexa? That is not supported on Spotify. Oh. Alexa, can you play Rob Cantrell? Shuffling songs by Rob Cantrell from Spotify. There you go. That's how you do it. Uh, everybody, check out my album. It's uh, Pure Uncut Joy. Um, but it's rainy out. Alexa, are you playing any of my album? Maybe I paused it. Sorry. Alexa, can you play tracks by Rob Cantrell on Spotify? Oh, she's locked up too. Man, I don't know. Maybe I got... Alexa, can you play Rob Cantrell on Spotify? I think it's picking up this.
I don't know. I think my Alexa's broke. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Alexa, can you play tracks by Rob Cantrell on Spotify? Maybe it picks up. This device lost its connection. Oh. Something, yeah, something's wrong with the Wi-Fi back here, I think. I hope it doesn't mess up. No, I'm going right into the microphone, so I think we're going to be cool. Um, but yeah, this coffee's awesome. Pete's. Um, it's also Colombian. Colombian, uh, it's got some good coffee, man. Um, they also got some good cocaine, <laughs> but I don't know. I, that's what you heard. That's what I've heard. That's what I uh, saw in Miami Vice and all the uh, gangster movies. Uh, let's see here. Yo, I'm back. Uh, sorry about that. I had to take a quick piss break. And uh, I also uh, went out and I grabbed, uh, I'm almost done with this coloring page. I, it's pretty funny and I wanted to describe it to you. But my mom sent this to me up uh, for... Uh, me to do with my kid and family and and the funny thing is I'm like the only person that uh, uses it uh, my wife doesn't really color and uh, but I, I've been doing most of it that's what's been kind of funny but uh, I've been doing um, it's actually like this uh, wizard family living in a giant tree and it's got like the mom and the bunch of like elf kids and then the wizard in the wizard suit and they live amongst all these mushrooms <laughs> so i've been coloring that but and actually it's uh, been pretty amazing because uh, you just take i just look at one spot and i just do that like you know just for like for 20 minutes or whatever if i'm trying to figure something out or it's down low time and i just don't want to be online you know uh because that, that was what I was talking about. IG was frustrating me so, man. I had the gremlins. That's why I want to go back to maybe painting right now. That's why I'm coloring right now. Because I don't have to rely on the computer or anything. It's nice. It's the same thing with guitar. I did uh, practice my guitar a little more. I don't know if I want to break it out on this episode. I've, uh, I've listened to some of my playbacks. But uh, they, are, they are funny. But... Um, I've been uh, playing guitar, and I, I saw this article that did say, like, playing music and your mind trying to work with music is really good for your mind. And uh, especially, I think, for creativity and just learning to see uh, music theory, you know. I got forced to play the violin at a young age, and I never really grasped the concept of music theory because I went into the technical zone so heavy right off bat. But uh, a lot of music is just like lining things up and arranging them. Sounds, you know, that's what's fun about it. I, I do have a blast making the music on this uh, podcast because I, right now I got a file full of beats and I learn more every time I do it. Uh, everything's becoming so user-friendly. So as I sit here and diss technology on my podcast that <laughs> I uh, 
promote on the internet. I am talking about how bad uh, the internet may be, at least for your psyche, and you need a little bit of a break. Um, and that's what I dig about coloring and drawing and playing guitar uh, and making beats, which has been a lot of fun too. Uh, I haven't been watching that much TV, except I'm getting excited to check out The Last OG and on TBS. And then what was a couple of the other shows? Um, High Maintenance, I want to check that out. Uh, there's a, you know, yeah, during the day, it's just, I'm making so much stuff that I don't get to watch that much TV, but I've been excited to watch TV. I did like that Firefly <laughs> Festival documentary. I did get to see one of those. I know that there was two, but, you know, that's the gig, man. Um, that's why I, I'm trying to zen it out. And I'm trying to, like, simplify my possessions. I think we all have way too much stuff. You know, I don't think I'm a minimalist, you know, I don't even like labels, minimalist. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like, there's like a whole section of my desk that could be down to like one folder. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to do that and just try to get it down to the super. I'm, I'm going to get it down to just two pieces of laminated paper. <laughs> and then I'm going to have five different pairs of uh, high-end underwear. <laughs> and then I'm going to um, get the same jumpsuit, but in different colors. And then, you know, I think everybody wants to live like that, man. Uh, that's what I was thinking about, how our life in American culture and how, you know, a lot of my dream, a part of being a stand-up comedian is just being myself and living into the day the way I want to live into the day because life is such a gift. And to me, I want to, I, I'm, I'm achieving it. I want to wake up. Uh, I want to drink banana milkshake. <laughs> Uh, banana peanut butter uh, shake, and then I want to drink some coffee, I want to work out, I want to meditate, I want to stretch, I want to do something creative, I want to do something selfless, I want to do something uh, for the good of people, but also, you know, do my own thing, and right now we do live in a capitalist society, so you got to hustle money, so that's a part of the gig, but it does make you... Um, have a backbone like it does you know I have been in times when I don't you know maybe you're too hot it's like you're too above your living lifestyle and you're not used to it and then you're just overeating and um, you're wasting kind of the time all you have is time and possessions and you know a lot of it the happiness the joy is in your heart and in your mind but I guess it has to be in your heart, but I think it's always in our heart. But your mind, do, 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 do. <laughs> Shout out to the big plant. I'm looking at the plant up here. I've been watering it every day. I've been really good about it, actually. I shied away from watering it because it would leak through. And sometimes, like right now, my laptop's underneath it. I don't want it to leak through. I'm going to get that thing. My laptop's running on fumes a little bit. I gotta slow down. I'm, yeah, like right now it's on. It doesn't need to be on. 
I gotta turn it off. But uh, of course, Twitter's open. Tweeting, uh, but tweeting's such a bunk joint, you know. That's how Trump got elected. Um, let's see here, but not to go political. Uh, but fuck them. But you know, I don't know. You vote. I think you just vote, and then you gotta play your role. I don't know. I'm. Ch- uh, I find being being creative is hard enough. And then I'll vote the way I vote. But everybody's, you know, 50-50 on everything. Not completely, but I don't know. I just, I tap out (laughs) on a lot of this stuff because I have so much other stuff on my mind. And yeah, your mind is is, uh, only got so much space, like this computer that I need to shut down right now. Let it sleep. Um, Don't burn the battery. Slow it down. This is how we get round to the new sound. Kabam. Oh yeah, here we go. I'm gonna slam dunk all kinds of funk. I'm smoking on that skunk. We're talking banana splits. We're talking this is it. We're talking this is the shit. You're gonna do flips. If I put a beat on this, Oh man, there goes a plane, understand, that's this whole thing, it's taken off, people are about to legalize and go off, uh, yeah, I hope New York legalizes, <laughs> but it looks that way, <coughs> New Jersey's that way, man, I want to take this podcast, I need to go to Colorado, Colorado, shout me out, I'm not Fully, fully booked for 420. There was talk of possible Detroit, and that's still up in the air. For De- but it's not fully. So Denver or somebody uh, out west wants to book me, Rob Cantrell, comedian for 420. Um, it's not fully there if the price is right. That's what I'm saying. We do live in a capitalist society, so if uh, California comes through. These dispensaries out there have a ton of dough, man. They need to know about my comedy. If you are connected to the California cannabis scene in any way, forward this program over to your friend and be like, this dude is a trip sometimes. (laughs) And sometimes he's talking about rocking the elliptical and uh, drinking chai tea. I did have a bomb ass chai tea. I think I talked about that on the last podcast. Um, it was pretty darn good. Uh, much like that banana split. Like, I don't know if I'm going to hit it anymore for this episode. The last episode, um, I almost didn't smoke any weed for this one because I've been running on empty in that lettuce thing. But I'm, I'm pretty much 98% cool with the lettuce thing. Talk about a good funk band. Check out Lettuce. They're on my Spotify uh, playlist. Lettuce is a funk horn band from Brooklyn that is kind of in that jam band scene or like that uh, Sound Tribe Sector 9 Disco Biscuits, uh, Electro Funk, uh, Electro Forest, Electro... uh, But they're not that electro. They're kind of straight up funk. There's some great bands. Anabolis here. 
they could play some fucking wild funk, some African funk. And they're based in Brooklyn. Check them out, too, as well. Uh, I need to see some good live music. And I can't be in the crowd. I, <laughs> I mean, I can, but, uh, you know, I just go to so many shows doing my own thing. Uh, sometimes it's nice to be in the crowd, but um, I'd rather be backstage if I can or somewhere where it's secluded. I just, hundreds of people all together kind of wigs me out sometimes. Um, in a big, like, music, not in comedy, I could probably hang out anywhere, but uh, in a big, like, music venue, um, if it's super crazy. I kind of, I'm too old. I can't be in the middle of the pit moshing, dude. Uh, I gotta stretch like five hours for that shit. Uh, moshing. Who? People be moshing. People are still moshing. Moshing's gotta go down. Dude's way too much testosterone. I don't know what that's all. I do know what's, you know, dancing and people have aggression in life and uh, mosh pitting and spazzing out is a part of it. It's like BMX. But the older you get, you chill out. You kind of, you know, you go up. Um, you have all this aggression and all this, like, angst. Um, I guess I had a little bit of angst this morning, and now I'm kind of coming to the realization that I'm too old for fucking angst. Uh, the only thing there is to do is deal or appreciate the deal, because I'm, you know, you're living on borrowed time after, like, 35 or 36. Um, so it's like, you really do have to, but it's a, it's a fight every day. I mean, there's Buddhist monks that, I remember reading about this Buddhist monk that went on, like, he broke away from the monastery and, and stole cars and did a bunch of drugs. <laughs> when I was in Asia backpacking, I remember reading about this. You know, it was kind of in a small town. But Buddhism is kind of like, I don't know, it's like their, you know, church, you know, it is their church. Um... So in these small towns, I'm sure communities are built about it, and I'm sure there's people that, you know, just kind of got born into it, and then they needed to break out and uh, steal some cars and do some drugs. Uh, but that's a, if you want to go to Reno, that's a good place for that. I always used to goof off uh, and say, you know, raising a family's hard and all that. So it's like sometimes you just feel like running off to Reno and <laughs> becoming a meth head uh, and working at a strip club and uh, just hanging out in Reno. Uh, but no, it's kind of like, you know, it's just kind of a dirty old Vegas uh, it's got its own thing, and it's like the Wild West, so it's like desert, and um, but it's pretty sweet. Uh, I've taken a train from there to San Francisco, no, to Sacramento. You can go down to Sacramento, and then Sacramento, you go over to San Francisco. That's the thing about the West Coast, it gets so big. Uh, one time I had a gig in Portland, and I was like, and I was in San Francisco, and I just didn't know any better, and I was like, Oh, I'll just drive up there. You know, it can't be too far, but it ends up being like over two days. It's like, you know, 15 hours. Uh, it's not like New York to Philly or that's the thing about the East Coast. You could just, you know, you can get between these cities, you know, fairly easy, almost day trips. New York and Philly. I think Philly is kind of like a uh, suburb of New York at this point, you know. It's so close and so kind of connected 
geography-wise and people-wise. It just has a very New York vibe. Um, there's like bodegas and shit in Philly. Um, instead of and they got slices, they got mad slices. Uh, it is New York. I did. What was the? I just had a plain slice the other day, and I hadn't had a plain slice the other day, and it tasted right on the money, man. It was perfect. It was at 11:30. That's the thing. If you're in New York, a good time to hit up the pizza joint is right when they open. 11:30. You get the fresh pie. If you get the fresh pie, man, that two-dollar slice is all of a sudden, you know, just a bomb-ass, you know, great meal. Um, it's the it's it's the New York burrito. It's the California, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I gotta refill my cup of coffee. Got my coloring book. I got my episode. We're taping this. We're doing this. Oh, I was gonna ask, anybody got a potter wheel? <laughs> I need some new shit to work on. That isn't technology, a potter wheel. Dude, then you need a kiln. I lived in this place. This dude had a kiln. I lived in San Francisco. Not to talk about... Well, I got to talk about San Francisco. For some reason... Yeah. Um, I, get, I think it's just a major part of my uh, growth and development as a person. But I lived out in the outer... Right by Cow Palace that the Grateful Dead used to play a lot. But it's kind of in the hood of San Francisco. It's like the furthest stop, man. It's past beyond the mission. You go way, way, and then it's like over this hill. And uh, I remember people wouldn't drive me home because it was just too far from the punchline. <laughs> you know, California, some people that lived down there would always be cool about it. But it'd be almost like going to the next town over. But I had a place out there. Um, how the fuck? It was Pete's. I had a place out there for really cheap. Oh, and the guy had a kiln. Yeah, he's still out there. My man, Mike. Uh, Mike worked at the school. I was a uh, substitute. I was a uh, substitute or like a teacher assistant at this school for a good three and a half years. And Mike was one of the art teachers there. And he had an old house um, with a back room. And I lived there. But it was 300, it was very cheap, um, but it was way out there and he needed help with stuff. But he didn't really, he was on his own. I mean, I helped him out. I tried to be as kind and uh, helpful as possible. At the same time, I was renting a place from him. So I, and I just, you know, it is somebody else's place. So, and I was young and in San Francisco. So I was out a lot of the time or I was sleeping. It was kind of the perfect scenario because it was really quiet out there. There was coyotes out there, man. There was up on this hill, it's called Visitation Valley, and it's an awesome view, and nobody lives out there. It's like, it's by a graveyard and shit, but by graveyards, you'll find some good-ass views in cities. Uh, but no, you go up this hill, and he had this dog, and I used to walk the dog, and it was like a wolfy type dog, but there were coyotes up there, man. Um, but I used to just crash out, and it was a good room because it just had one sunlight. It didn't have any windows, but it had one sunlight in the roof, and it was uh, stained glass. It was this old-ass dope corner house that this old... I mean, he was there from the 60s. Like, he literally saw Jerry Garcia and all the Grateful Dead shows he would tell me about. San Francisco was built... Not built, on, but rock and roll is a really big 
part music is a huge part of San Francisco. That's why I loved it. I did see so many awesome shows there at the Fillmore, at the, uh, what's that other one, man? At the, the, the Fillmore, and then the Warfield. Yeah, the Warfield. I saw a bunch of awesome shows as well. And the Fillmore, and the Dead would play there. I mean, they just take music serious, like, you know, great bands, great music scene. I hope it's still there. It is. Shout out to my buddy Adam Dubin, who uh, directed a movie um, about Metallica's early days in San Francisco. It's, I think it's like, it's based on this book, but uh, he's doing a release on 420. It's written up on, it's written up in, uh, in Rolling Stone magazine. It's a great write-up. I just got sent the link, Adam Dubin. Check out, I think it's called Blood on the, in the Front Row. Maybe I can look that up. Not my computer, I turned my computer off. But uh, just Google Adam Dubin Metallica film. Um, and it shows the old, the early thrash days of underground speed metal of Northern California. And it shows like the formation of Slayer and all of California. I think it's more of like a California film. Because uh, that's where it just all came from. But it also goes back to the roots of that stuff. Is all of these England, like, dark metal, like, speed metal. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden keeps on popping up, man. People are giving Iron Maiden uh, a lot more looks and shouts. I mean, they're a huge band. But they're not like Led Zeppelin. You know, they're kind of mostly, like, geek metal band. Uh, but their artwork was so insane, man. It's some of the best album artwork ever like their albums compared their graphic design and they never showed they, they barely showed the band it was all that eddie they had this like this dude uh this zombie like creature logo that would pop up all through its different artwork and their font i didn't even like that music back then like when i was younger all, across the street was like a dude that played in early thrash metal bands my boy Jeff Sherlock. I don't want to give him a shout. I don't want to, he, uh, you know, my buddy Jeff. Uh, but he played in all those thrash bands. And I wasn't even into thrash metal. I liked hip hop. But he definitely exposed me to all that stuff early on. And like I knew, I saw Metallica come out of mixtapes. And, you know, Virginia definitely had that hair metal. I think I was just like trying to run away from that shit. But at the same time, no, I was going to say like the. Iron Maiden albums were just so badass looking. And some of those songs were amazing. Even back then, I could tell they were a little bit different. And their graphic design, and I don't know. I've always liked art. I've always, I love, like, ah! Just stab myself with one of these pins. Maybe, yeah, I need to draw more. We all need to draw more. I'm seeing people more be drawn out there. People are drawn out in the Indy streets. Um... Yeah, uh, I'm not to talk too much stand-up, but I am trying to put together a late-night set. It's been a while. My last stand-up on a late-night program was uh, live at Gotham or Gotham, but it was on the Access Network. It's like, uh, who's that dude from Shark Tank's network? It's Mark, Cohen, uh, Mark Cuban's network, and it's like cable, and it runs mostly in hotels, but... They, I do like watching it when I'm in the hotels. They do have, like, great concert series. And uh, what's the 
the yeah, I've talked about it on I saw that I, I think that Almond Brother one that I saw was on Access. But they have a stand they have a stand up series and I performed on that. But that wasn't censored and it was like a club and it's like if you wanna go to a really good club, Gotham Comedy Club is a great club in uh in New York City. And they do like weekly headliners, but on the weekdays you can catch great shows and then their monthly the mixtape, that's the show that I got to uh perform in front of Denzel Washington at. That's a great show. It's monthly by my friend uh, Royal Watkins. Check it out. Sundays at Gotham Comedy Club. Shout out to Gotham Comedy Club, Sean, the Booker. They've always been good to me. I don't play there all the time, but they did. It's like I did check it out. I, it's right next to the old Chelsea Hotel. Um, but they're doing renovations with the Chelsea Hotel, so it's kind of shut down in there. I don't know if all those old CBGB artists are there anymore or not. But, uh, no, I've been taping my set and trying to get my, all my jokes in line to do for a late night set. So even some of the stuff off my album, if you've been listening to my album, Pure Uncut Joy, on uh, Spotify and on iTunes, I gotta re-up my whole, the only thing you can do with your internet is shut it off and on. Like they're like, you gotta reboot or whatever, but you pretty much just push this button for 10 seconds and you shut it off and on. That's as much as I know about computers. Like that's the only thing I can do in this situation. But I'll do that, but this is straight to the phone, so this doesn't feel like the internet too much. Um, but yeah, I've been drawing more. I've got this cool picture of a snail. <laughs> I hope this episode doesn't, is not too snaily, uh, but uh, we're getting through it, man. We're, I'm understanding. I'm going to listen back. I listened back to the last episode, and there was times that I liked it when I was energetic and into it, and I even liked the bad raps, so maybe I need to do some more bad raps, maybe do some uh, more guitar playing, some more uh, guitar noodling. Uh, I've been working on it. I've been working on it a little bit, but not a ton. I've been, uh, uh, all I do is practice the song Mother, and I know the first part of it, and then I also practice uh, the What I Got riff uh, from Sublime. And I, I know those are two basic, like, but I think this thing is, I've been good about tuning it. Uh, but let's see if I could pull that one off. It's so it's like that. There you go. I did it. And then what, the mother joint. on the bomb well i think maybe i'll stop at that man we're at 47 i love you i'm learning i'm growing i appreciate you listening to this podcast uh, i'm drinking seltzer water I, i'd like to give a shout out to um pete's coffee 
the light roast, Columbia Illuminasa, great. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, uh, solid uh, glass one hitters and good kind herb. Um, and well-tuned guitars and life is great. And uh, I'll catch you around, man. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. Always remember to do that. Hit it up. Hit it up. Peace. I love you.